Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sanin Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the beautiful Danielle, who is also known as our Miss Lawai 2022. And I'm pleased to be in her business. Danielle, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Okay. Um, so, first things first. Who's Danielle? Okay. Who's Danielle? First of all, my full name is Yanko Danielle Dachi. And I come from a small country in Malawi. And if you ask me who's Daniel, I feel like Daniel is a girl filled with passion, filled with. She loves to work hard for what she wants. And I'm someone who really always tells myself that it's either I fight for what I want or I do nothing at all. And when I'm doing something, I always put my 100% in it. If I can't put my 100% in it, I'll pull back. Because it's either I head for the stars or nothing at all. And what else can I say? I'm a very, I'm a happy person. I love being around people who are filled with positivity. I do not like negative people at all. I don't like people who are always filled with negative words because words do create at the end of the day. So, yeah. That's nice, though. <laughs> okay. Um, as, as I told you earlier, mm-hmm. I got to know you and most people got to know you because of the Miss Lawai, which you won months mm-hmm. earlier. So first things first, congratulations on winning Thank it. Thank you. And I just want to ask, mm. how did it feel winning it? What was your experience through the whole journey? My experience through the whole journey, for me, was more of a learning process. It's the way everything happened. It was really something that really showed me that sometimes God uses people to get you up there. It's not always that it's going to come directly through you. Because my entire process of me going through this, if I didn't have the right friends around me, I wouldn't be here today. Because nine, let me not say, okay, let's say 70% of the reason why I got to join Miss Lawai was because of my friends. I was not persistent about actually pursuing the whole Miss Lawai position. But my friends pushed me because they saw something that maybe I didn't see myself. And they were like, go and get it. And I did go for it. And apart from that, it's the whole thing of, the experience was fun for me. It was fun because I love dressing up. I love putting outfits together. And I love just taking my fashion out there. And for me, I got a chance to do that through a, pr- a platform that was big. And yeah, I ended up bringing a positive result at the end of the day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's winning the competition. And what was your inspiration when you went, when you went to go there? What was that inner spirit? Drive. Your drive. I think my friends. Your friends were your drive. <laughs> no, like, I think my friends were my drive. Because you know this whole thing where you see that someone really has... They see something inside you and they are rooting for you and they're there like 100% for you. And I really just do want to disappoint and be like... They put in so much. As much as I did my own, my friends also put in so much into everything. The way I looked, the way I was walking, everything... My friends mm. put in so much, and I feel like they were my biggest drive for this entire competition. So you made your friends proud? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, that's nice mm-hmm. to know. And then, you know, when whenever someone goes for these competitions and they win, mm-hmm. that aspect of it blows your world to a new perspective. A lot of people get to know you. A lot of people reach out to you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of eyes looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so... How how does it feel after winning it? 
I feel like the only thing that I realized after waiting it is the whole thing of you're now out there. And I'm a person who's really mostly inside. I'm not an extra... Is it extrovert? Yes, I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert type of person. And now it's the whole thing of knowing that your face is out there. Now everybody knows you. And I guess in the beginning it was a bit like, Oh my goodness, hello. I'm shy. (laughs) It was a bit like a shy process. But now I feel like I'm getting... You kind of use to it because this whole thing of people coming to you or oh, please join my podcast and stuff like that or or oh, can i please interview you before i really wasn't someone who would be like yeah sure thing no problem but now it's like i'm now more comfortable doing it with mm. this entire thing that came with uh, miss lawai uh crown so i guess it's okay it's, it's not bad so do you have future plans of attending other pageants let's say like miss world <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? I thought this would be the perfect stepping stone. Oh, uh, it would be nice, but it's not something that I would be like I would want to achieve. It's not even on my plans. Mm-mm. I've never actually thought about it. No. <laughs> no. So. Okay. So, like <clears throat> another thing, you know. There's this aspect when it comes to pageants, Mm -hmm. this other side of the conversation that says pageants are ways maybe guys view women as objects. That that part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, it's like a show. There is no ethical part Mm -hmm. about it. What would be your say of that, especially for someone who has won one? I feel like when it comes to people's opinions or some that you say guys and all this and that, most of the times I feel like boys or men need to realize that when women are doing these things, they're not doing it for you. That's first. When someone is joining something, for example, uh, let me give a good example, football. Your boys see football as something so big. And it's not every girl. Most girls really, it's like, you're just watching people play. What's the point, bruh? And I've seen videos where boys make, oh, when they see, the way they make some fun videos when they're watching videos like football with their girlfriends and all the girls are doing is appreciating boys' beauty. And it's kind of the same thing to us. But you see, for girls, when they're joining such things, a pageant brings more than just you looking pretty on stage. It comes with you being able to have platforms to talk about your mind, you being able to help other girls out there who also want to join. It comes with so much more than just an object quotes <laughs> mm. as you people say it so i don't think that's the right view of someone viewing something like a pageant that's nice to know though <laughs> um my second last question on, mm. on this miss lawai thing mm. is <clears throat> for a girl who's looking up to you mm-hmm. what would you tell her okay when someone asks me such a question i always think of my little sister oh and i told my little sister First of all, I would tell you that don't ever underestimate yourself. I feel like that's one thing that really stops a lot of people. You look down on yourself. Know that you're capable of doing anything that you put your mind to. And you're more than you know. And you're capable of doing so much. Like the world, there's a place God put you down on this earth to make a mark on it. And you're the only one who can stop yourself from making that mark. 
So I would advise you, you want to get up there, you want to do Miss World, you want to do Miss Country, whatever your country is, you want to do Miss Hawaii, go ahead and do it. Don't let anybody stop you. Because I know that us as girls, you start thinking of, oh, I don't like my height, the way my body looks, or oh, my nose, or oh, my forehead, or oh, my this. Girl, you're perfect, you're beautiful. Don't underestimate yourself. Go out there, go in. You're capable, babe, you can do it. So that's what I would want to tell someone who's... Amazing. <laughs> okay. And then finally I would ask, um there was that fame that comes with all this winning and competitions and all this. Mm-hmm. How do you handle it? Are you prepared for it? Oh you've not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever prepared for fame. Like although prepared for being known. It just happens and it's either fame can show people who you really are or else it can turn you into a monster. So it's how you roll with it. If you're someone who's chilled and you know exactly the kind of person that you've always been in life before fame comes, you're not going to change. You keep on being you, or else you change for the better. But others, it, they change for the worse. So I, I don't feel that it has changed me. I would say that it's, it's, it's not normal, but at the same time, it's like, it's okay. It's 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 I. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you remain humble despite all this? Because there's some people who will be proud. In my life. <laughs> I remain humble because of my past, bro. Where I, can, where I come from. If you're here, like, okay, if you see the place where I come from, where I've, how I've grown up, the way I've been raised and everything that I've gone through in my life, I don't think me changing off because of a title is realistic. And even my mom would be like, what is going on? Because <laughs> that's not how she raised me and that's not the kind of person that I've been. So no matter how famous or no matter how big I'll get in this life, being humble will always be something that is rooted deep inside, inside me, basically. Wow. Hmm? Amazing. <laughs> okay, so apart from the Miss Lawai part of your life, um, which other things are you into? Uh, I love deco. Uh, I love decorating. Apart from that, I love creating content taking pictures, videos, what else do I enjoy doing? Dancing, cooking, yeah, reading and all that. Yeah, I've seen your, your content creation part, your TikTok and your channel. <laughs> Tell us more about it. What do you share there? I don't have a specific, I don't have a specific like niche that I share on my social media because I don't want to be restricted to one thing because if I get restricted to one thing, I'll have more pressure to make sure that I'm doing like everything in the level of everybody else. So I have a lot of things that I share. Sometimes I share things on fashion, different outfits. Sometimes it's dance. Sometimes it's just simple videos of just me enjoying life. So it's just different, different aspects of my life all put into one. All put into one. Mm-hmm. So what has been your, your highlight in that area? Do people come and be like, oh, I saw this, I liked it? Yes. I feel like I really got, you don't realize how much you're really doing for other people. Because as a content creator, yeah, you create content and it's your, in your head it's just like, I'm posting. Oh, I hope I get positive results. And then you see how many people come to your inbox and they tell you stories. And sometimes it really makes me emotional because you do stuff. And for me, it's like, I didn't make it perfect. I'm really someone who really wants to make something perfect. And sometimes it's hard doing that because there's nothing perfect in this world. 
and you paused and then you're like damn there's a mistake and now you can't remove it because people have already seen it and then now you just leave it and then you get an inbox of someone telling you you have so much talent you don't know how much you just sharing your fashion content has helped me with my fashion content you're like oh i didn't know or you don't think that you're actually capable of changing someone's life or helping someone to change their life so i just feel like it has really opened my eyes to realize that even the simple things that I do can really help somebody. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, like, in your content creation thing, um, do you do you have people that you look up to? Or it's just your mind, your creativity in your mind? It's both. I think it's 50-50. It's a bit of both. I do have people that I do look up to. And it's also my own creative mind. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I must assume that you're a youth. Okay, you're a youth. But I'm sure you're a youth. And, you know, from the continent where we come from, Africa, there's a lot of... People have a lot of talent and skill, but they're sitting on it, if I would say. Mm -hmm. So, what would you tell them to put that extra drive to go and achieve it? I feel like sometimes being in Africa, talent is not really trusted. Because you, you are around your parents And some, most of us, our parents are like Old mindset, school or nothing Yeah, yeah Go to school or else you won't achieve anything in life And sometimes that just demotivates you Because for me, when I was back home I would want to do stuff But then, you see, my mom would see and be like No, go study No, why are you doing this? Go on your boat And it's like, what's the point? Sometimes you easily just get demotivated by people around you. But it took me coming to the other side of the world, coming here and actually... When you're in China, you have time to actually think about your life, honestly. Like, you actually have time to know yourself better without anybody's influence. Other people get influenced, but I just feel like you get the chance of just knowing exactly who you are. So I would certainly advise you that if you're just sitting on your talent, start one step at a time. Don't put too much pressure on yourself like, I need to get famous, I need to get big, I need to get up there. It will take time. Other people get fame overnight, other people get known overnight, other people it takes years. So I'll tell you be patient but don't give up and don't stop. If it means you practicing even just for 10 minutes every day, it makes a difference in the long run. So keep on, keep at it basically, that's what I would say. Okay, then a person like you, what drives you? What pushes you every day to keep on being better every day? I think the place where I see myself in my head. That's what always drives me. To see yourself to be a big, big, big. But you're already a big person. No, but for me, it's not. It's like the way I am, it's not even close to 10% of where I want. Wow. To where I want to get. So that's, that's, I feel like that's one thing that really drives me and pushes me to keep on going, even in days where I feel not good. Just thinking about that whole thing of, if I don't push myself today, it's going to mess up what I want to achieve in the future. That really just drives me and pushes me forward. So it's that internal drive within you, your vision that mm-hmm. keeps you moving forward. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so um, my last question would be... Um, Tell me something about Malawi. Because, you know, even before I met you, even before I came to China, I knew Malawi. Mm-hmm. But the Malawi I know mm-hmm. is kind of different from... It's not, it's not the way I want Africa to be portrayed. 
what we what we have today. Yeah. I feel like we're capable of doing so much, but we all just look down upon our countries and would all rather just prefer going outside of Africa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I count on it that you go one day to Malawi. One day. <laughs> and cause a good difference. One day. For sure, Malawi mm-hmm. will be proud of you. Thank you, Daniel, for coming to the podcast. Thank it has you. been a blast. I'm always happy to see people from various places of Africa. Africa. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it.